you're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world. In today's business world, it's more important than ever to have a strong online presence. One of the best ways to achieve this is through the use of NFTs, or non-fungible tokens. NFTs are unique digital assets that can be used to represent anything from ownership of a piece of digital art or a stake in a company. NFTs can be bought and sold like any other asset, which makes them a valuable addition to any business's portfolio. Today we discuss the Savvy Salamander Study Club, a community of crypto pioneers that look to connect, explore and shape the future of crypto while doing good. Founded by a group of MBA 22J students, they embody the INSEAD vision by bringing people, cultures and ideas together to transform business and society. The club vows that 100% of the net NFT sales will be spent on scholarships and building the study club. To share insights on the club, we are joined by two of our three legendary salamander owners. Octuan Zajak, who is the managing director, partner and head of the BCG Warsaw office. And Alex Bergenhofen, who is the head of Helix Asia. We were also joined by Ferdinand Ezels who is one of the founding MBA 22J students who helped create the club. So let's get in the know with Aktuan, Alex and Ferdinand. You are listening to a podcast from INSEAD, the business school for the world. Thank you very much for, for joining us all. It's a, a great topic to cover. I'm sure we're going to get in great detail with uh, something that is very uh, topical, I guess, in the world. Um, I guess we'll start very simply with telling us about yourselves, a bit of background about your career and how you got to where you are today. And I guess we'll start with Ferdinand. Give us a bit of an introduction to yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks for the invitation, Luke. Uh, very curious to, uh, for the conversation. So um, maybe just a little bit about myself. I'm a very recent graduate of INSEAD, a 22J actually. So the whole INSEAD experience still feels very fresh. And at the same time, it's super cool now to sit with actually INSEAD alumni and really see uh, how this just is the start of it all. So I really enjoy that. Um, you can think of me as a communications uh, kind of expert between business and politics, um, focused on Germany. I've worked for German Bundestag, German Parliament, then for industry federations, and then I actually used the MBA to traject into uh, the startup world. Now I'm working for TechScale Up in Berlin, so um, but also with a political angle. So I'm just very curious about the whole business society context and obviously the whole nft club was also a way to explore that uh, combined with new technology fantastic what a great way to explore uh, and i guess i hear that a lot actually with students that you know it's a great opportunity the the 10 months that you're here to to explore some things that maybe you haven't had the chance in your career so yeah great like to hear more about that moving forward alex can you give a bit of an introduction to yourself please sure well, I have 22 years of total experience in a, quite a variety of fields. Uh, so basically in talent acquisition and management consulting and finance. 
Um, I've been living in Asia for 17 years, right? So a long time, but originally also from Germany. Yeah. Um, I, so, so I try to summarize it in three buckets, right? Basically what I've done, right? So basically the talent bucket, yeah, is, is talent acquisition, recruitment, headhunting, uh, mostly in corporate strategy. Yeah. So basically, uh, getting people from McKinsey, BCG and Bain, yeah, into, into new careers. <laughs> um, I also done some HR transformation when I was in McKinsey, right? So I always liked, um, somehow always was close to talent. Um, I, I coach, yeah, I, I run a, um, LinkedIn masterclass. Yeah. Uh, regularly. I actually want to do that also for INSEAD, um, hopefully in the future again, I've done it in the past. Um, uh, so that's the first bucket. Second bucket is general management. Um, so basically I'm an ex banker actually, um, uh, uh, ex-consultant and running my own firm yeah, um, uh, for, for the last 12 years. And um, the third bucket is innovation, yeah, because I always was interested in tech. Yeah, so I built my own computer, tore it down um, back in the 90s, right? So I was the first person who got email, right, in my circle of friends and, <laughs> and family, right, and uh, convinced my best friend to get email. Yeah, so I have someone to email. Um, I was in Silicon Valley doing strategy for startups, uh, doing a dot-com boom. Um, so I like, you know, I always like, uh, like tech, um, and a lot of our work, um, in recruitment in the last, you know, years has been in digital, right? So either for, uh, big corporates or for, um, uh, for startups and unicorns. Yeah. Um, and basically the last two years, I would say I took the red pill, uh, the blockchain. Yeah. And, and, you know, went down the rabbit hole, nothing to do during uh, COVID. And, um, and I invested in Bitcoin like years ago, but nothing basically. Yeah. Um, but, but I, you know, did much more research and, and, um, I'm really excited about the technology. So when I saw that instead is doing something, I, I thought, okay, I gotta, I gotta have one of those. Fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing. And Octi, finally, uh, can you introduce yourself? And yes, yes. Uh, great pleasure to to be among such a, a fantastic uh, people on this on this podcast. So I'm O9D uh, alumni of, of of INSEAD. I've been with BCG for around eighteen years now. I'm also leading uh, BCG in Poland. I'm head of the head of the office. Um, I've been working pretty much across the globe, you know, not only in Poland, Central Eastern Europe, but a lot in the Middle East, um, in other parts of Europe, um, and 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 beyond that. Um, variety of topics from you know strategy work, uh, integration after mergers, um, generally M and A topics, um, and 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 variety of cost out uh, initiatives. Um, I'm also on board of Endeavor uh, in Poland, um, and yes, and I like uh, you know new breakthrough things, and I think you know blockchain is something really fascinating that you know can can really change many business models. So so that's that's my main interest in the blockchain is you know how this could be applied into how companies actually operate, um, and I'm sure we'll we'll touch touch on that also also today. Yeah, fantastic. You're right. I think we'll uh, delve much deeper into the topic. Um, before we do, uh, a question I'd like to ask is, so can you share, I guess, one of the highlights that you sort of hang your hat on that uh, in your career? What are some of the things you think, you know, I'm really proud to have achieved this in my career? Um, let's start with Octi. Yeah, so, uh, you know, from this variety of, of project work, I, I would say that there's like really one single thing. I think for me what is really 
important and exciting is the impact you know on the companies and also on the societies kind of more more broader either in terms of you know better efficiencies you know being um, smarter in how you kind of operate the business uh, creating new exciting you know places to to work for people um, or you know leveraging technologies in, in in the ways that enable you to, to achieve competitive advantage so I would say that the, the impact on the on the on the top line and bottom line of the companies that that I've had through through those different projects that's probably the most uh, something that I'm most proud of. Fantastic, uh, Alex. How about yourself? I uh, I'm quite proud that I, I I can help make an impact on people, right? So uh, so hiring managers basically I help them build strong teams, yeah, and uh, I. I you know, change sometimes uh, candidates' lives, right? So I, I just want to have basically two quotes that, that people told me, right? So a client told me recently that, Alex, all the top performers in my team were placed by you. So when, when we were doing the, the review, <laughs> so he was a bit baffled by that. <laughs> he was like, did, did that person come from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I was quite happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, and another one was a candidate that I placed like 10 years ago, actually in a consulting firm, and he's a partner now. Um, and he told me that I changed his life. Yeah. Um, I think he changed his life himself, right? I, I just played a small part in this, right? But but still, you know, I, I helped make the introduction and and um, and that's really, you know, that 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 really keeps me going. Yeah, if I hear that kind of feedback. Yeah, fantastic. Lovely feedback. Uh, sorry, Ferdinand, how about you? Have you got anything? Yeah, maybe. Um, so also I re realized that during the MBA at Inset, by the way, that I really thrive on um, building things and bringing people together. And I mean, we talk about the club, but um, just another example that I really enjoyed a couple of years ago, I built like a, a think tank, grassroots think tank in Berlin for foreign affairs and European politics uh, together, like with a small team. We want to disrupt a bit like the old fashioned uh, embassy uh, kind of male only uh, world of diplomats and um, go in there with like fresh new kind of ideas and thinkings and formats. And it still exists. We founded it a couple of years ago. Now I think we're 400 people, 400 plus members, and it's really uh, thriving. And yeah, I also love to look back and see that I'm not, I'm no longer involved, but uh, still it just goes on and it just goes on with people like putting this idea forward. So yeah, I, I really like to think about that. Yeah. Fantastic. There was sort of a common theme amongst all of you there that, you know, that giving back to society, bringing people together, you know, those sort of helping other people. So it's really nice to see that theme run through the the three of you and and something that you hold dear in your career so yeah congratulations on on all those achievements blockchain i guess has sort of really uh turned the the business world upside down and the opportunities that i guess it could present to companies and, and companies getting to grips with what this might do for them uh, in not just in terms of technology but in terms of business itself. So uh, it's something we're going to delve into because we're going to be talking about the Savvy Salamander Study Club um, and, and all three of you have been heavily involved in that. I, I guess let's start with Ferdinand. Can you sort of describe um, – a way that you've been able to interact with the the INSEAD network, the INSEAD community, to help embrace 
opportunities that have been offered by blockchain or the NFTs themselves? Yeah, I mean, should I already introduce a bit like the ideas of the club? Yeah, because please do. I, yeah. I, I think like the general idea of this club is to be a platform, right? Yeah. And we, we really see it as this platform for alumni, for students on campus, and obviously also for faculty to connect with each other. And I think the, the general idea is really community building and to, to like together just explore this new technology um, in, in a very early state to be like in a kind of psychological safety, low risk environment to play around a bit with technology to really be hands-on, to, to actually do something, to try something out, but obviously um, also to talk with each other. I mean, just the fact that we sit here now together and I'm uh, for the first time talking to Alex and Octi, it, it's just so fantastic and because obviously we stay in contact the next couple of years, see how the whole club develops. And I, I think the whole kind of general concept that, the team that founded the club and also I think INSEAD faculty thought about this is an INSEAD community digital universe with actual ownership, which is represented by the NFTs. Fantastic. Yeah. And there's that community coming back to the fore, which is again, lovely to hear. Um, Alex and Octi, I mean, either of you jump in, but I mean, what has been your experience with blockchain and NFT apart from this Savvy Salamander Club? Is that something that was on your agenda you were dealing with beforehand or is this sort of your first time delving into to this technology, if you like? Yes. So so uh, I think, you know, for me, the NFTs are relatively kind of new, new thing. Um, so, yes, I, I had a couple of NFTs before. I acquired the, the Sabi uh, Salamander. I was observing that space, mainly coming from the angle of the art market and what is happening in the art market. Mm. And, you know, also how that kind of new field develops, you know, also in terms of prices that are that are being, um, uh, being paid for some of the, the kind of big NFTs. So that, that you know, got me interested into, into that space. Um, and then I, I kind of discovered that, um, that you know, to, to what was said earlier, that it is a nice kind of opportunity to build communities, to, to engage with, um, with people. Um, and and this, is, this, is, this is something that, that I think is a, a very, very interesting part, you know, of, 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 the, of the NFT space. Um, and, you know, as I explored it further, it turned out that, you know, NFTs um, start having more and more practical application also in addition to, you know, being, you know, collectibles, being some art objects, being something that, you know, could potentially appreciate in value. For example, Ticketmaster used NFTs to, to, to actually to use them as, as tickets. Um, you have a lot of fashion companies that are exploring, you know, opportunities related to, you know, digital fashion, to NFTs. Um, for example, for people that um, use them just for, you know, their digital presence, like on Instagram, who, you know, instead of buying the actual clothing item, we just buy something that this is just a digital piece. So I think for me, it's it's interesting to start observing that new phenomena, new thing, new maybe even kind of asset class that is being shaped and, you know, and, and exciting time to see how this is going to evolve in the 
in the future. For sure. Um, and Alex, you mentioned you're dealing a lot with people and, and talent and in, in the recruitment space, I guess. I, I guess this is something that's becoming more of a topic with skills and, and experience in, in the sort of career space. We haven't, okay, I haven't seen so much in terms of recruitment, right? Sure. Um, but I'm, I'm actually quite active in the INSEAD um, community. Uh, so I've been, uh, there's, a, there's a WhatsApp group that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty active on. Um, several people actually have asked me for some advice on their NFT projects um, from INSEAD. Um, and um, I, I'm, I'm personally more into DeFi, right? Because of my, my banking background, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so I've been... So, so that's kind of my focus, right? Um, and, and I don't understand gaming because I don't game, right? Sure. Or at least I don't play this type of games, right? <laughs> uh, so so I, I try to focus on what I understand. But similar, I see also the, the potential for art, right? I think it's I think it's amazing development for artists, actually, right? I think as a number one yeah, um, uh, for their livelihoods. Yeah? It's actually, that's actually really good um, for society, I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so NFTs is, is kind of besides define my, my second, uh, second bucket. Let's delve into the, the study club and, and I suppose some of the details, um, can, uh, Ferdinand, can you sort of give us a, a bit of an overview of how the, the savvy salamander study club came to being, how the idea formulated, you know, you sort of touched upon like exploring new opportunities and, and things that interest you and in your time here at INSEAD, but it takes to the moment where you, you either bumped into some colleagues that were interested in NFTs and thought, yeah, that's what we we're going to try and do. And, and how did it come to the moment that it all happened and kicked off? Yeah, sure. Yeah, a- actually interesting to think about how ideas come around and when they reach this kind of tipping point, I think, in general. Um, so so maybe I, I think really the, the kind of birth moment of the whole club idea was at Inset, I, I don't know if you know it, but in, in the MBA, in the early months, there's this uh, Robin Hood uh, scholarship fundraising week. So it's basically MBAs come up with creative ideas to raise funds for good. It's like it creates a need-based scholarship. And we actually had in our batch someone who got this scholarship from like the batch beforehand. So you really see the direct impact of this fundraising week. And the kind of grand finale is the um, auction um, at the very end of this week where we come up with like random items, like, I don't know, drink a coffee with a professor who's fantastic or uh, I don't know, get an NFT, you know, because it's like the first NFT ever sold or auctioned off at a business school worldwide. So um, we really had a bunch of, of interesting ideas. Um, I actually thought that this is like a no-brainer. Like, why hasn't this happened before? Sure. Why has there never been an NFT auctioned at INSEAD? So um, I basically, it was a very like simple kind of thing. I worked together with an artist. We created the pixel art salamander, which has actually nothing to do with the SSSC, like uh, except from the salamander theme. Then the Robin Hood figure was jumping on it. There was an explosion. It was just a, a funny, humorous kind of interpretation of the NFT theme. And um, yeah, and actually like people got very interested and we got like two uh, students who were super serious on getting one and they had like a bidding spree in the end and suddenly we sold it for like 3k uh, US dollars which was I think one of the highest uh, ranking items uh, ever in that campaign it was big fun like we were like a hundred people in that auditorium during the auction 
everyone was amazed what just happened. And I think this was the kind of uh, point where we thought, okay, we are really onto something. And then obviously, um, like a, a small team formed, uh, Rodri, Michelle, Jack, Joning, like a small MBA team in my batch. And uh, we also got incredible support uh, by INSEAD. Uh, maybe that's something also to, to, to talk about later on. But I think that was the kind of moment when we suddenly knew, okay, we have momentum, let's do this together. And then it was still like half a year's work until the, the official like large full-scale club was um, kind of started. But this was the moment when we say, okay, we have a proof of concept, uh, let's scale this because it, it appears to be something. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, nice story. Uh, Alex and, and Octi, because I mean, you've both got, one of the NFTs. Um, you were discussing before the the different NFTs you, you have, so maybe we can delve into that as well. But what was your sort of, uh, when did you become aware of the this project and, and sort of what was your thinking around, yep, this is something I want to get into. I, I want to, to be part of this this technology, this, this release, if you like, from INSEAD. Well, for me, it was similar to what Ferdinand said, right? Once it's a no-brainer and... If Inset is doing the first one, I want to have the first one. Sure. Uh, I had I had I had technical difficulties, so I didn't get the first one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I got the second one. I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Uh, good, good enough, right? Because yeah. it, it's an absolute no-brainer, and it's a, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, to um, to really do something because my experience had also been you have to do something to really learn, mm-hmm. right? If you you can read a lot, and and you need to read a lot. But you have to get a wallet and 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 click around and and learn about security and and other things, right? And then, uh, you know, and just transferring the money, right, can be a bit nerve wracking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, because there's no there's no way back, yeah, if <laughs> if it's the wrong address, um, or um, and yeah, so for me, total no brainer, yeah, and happy to basically be there in the in the first in the first batch. And Alex, you you've got the Napoleon salamander, is that right? Yep. And Octi, you you managed to to get the unicorn. Yes, that's that's correct. So yeah. um, I think I learned about it from the email that was sent circulated in the alumni uh, group of of, of Insead. And um, I also recall a, a post on LinkedIn that that kind of introduced that. So I knew that yes, that this is something. Super interesting uh, for me because I was. This was exactly the time when I was exploring the NFT space, um, and and I found it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so as I'm also you know an alumni of Insead, I thought this is a great, great uh, you know match to be a part of this uh, this community, and I found uh, Ferdinand this um, the whole idea uh, like like really amazing, and I, I think it's it's really. Really great, great initiative of the of the of the inside students. So I thought, yeah, of course I would I would support it. Um, and somehow then, some some days pass or, or weeks pass. I remember I was um, in London with, for the birthday of my daughter in the Harry Potter studios. The, <laughs> the reception was very poor, and a friend of mine, uh, who is also very close to the the art space and NFT space, he just said, text me that this this auction is now taking place, and if I'm bidding, <laughs> and I said, oh no, <laughs> I didn't know about that, and and it's just because he reminded me about that. I remember the reception was so poor there, 
that I even paid a bit less for my NFT because it was like the, the, the price was going down. And I think after the third attempt, I only managed to, to go through the OpenSea um, because of very poor uh, connection. So this was a funny, <laughs> funny story around. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Thank you for sharing. And Ferdinand, I guess, can you sort of discuss or, or share you know how the the salamanders function so my understanding is that they're a bit of a token to to almost membership into the club this is how you become part of the savvy salamander study club you buy the token is that correct yeah absolutely i mean also just like to give the listeners maybe a, a kind of picture in the head like first if you listen to this check out our account on OpenSea sssc savvy salamander study club you find it there in Seat minus sssc.com you really have to to get the picture of these savvy comic style salamanders i mean they come with 50 plus different traits so yep. everyone is unique obviously the unicorn and the napoleon of alex and octi are just legendary because <laughs> they only exist once like yeah, exactly. we have obviously these different traits and they mix but the napoleon the unicorn they are absolutely unique and no one else has this kind of special trade combination and also functionalities obviously down the road. But I, I just want to make this kind of picture of these salamanders wearing insert branded hats and so on. And I think like, because also Octi and Alex taught, talked about, about fashion and, and style. And I, I really think it's also a bit of a lifestyle kind of product. I mean, uh, you use it as a profile pic, Alex, I think you mentioned that before on Twitter and Telegram and and also, and, and I think that this is also critical from for me. Um, like INSEAD is for me the only business school worldwide at this moment who really embraced this technology early on and officially. So I really want to stress this point. It's a student-led initiative. Obviously, we came up with the idea that the first auction, but then we got to INSEAD, and like just imagine like this large institution in six months said, okay, you know what? Let's do this together. And they gave us the official brand. Like if you look on the NFTs, they are officially branded with the INSEAD logo and so on. Like we talked with so much support by fundraising, by advancement, like Deputy Dean Peter Zamsky was literally hands-on with this very early on, connected us with the alumni network. And I think this really makes an a serious kind of established product. It's not just like a random thing out there. We really wanted to do this professionally. And I think so far, I mean, it's still a student project and obviously you're there to fail, but I think we've done a pretty decent job. So um, first of all, I think this is a kind of um, value per se um, that you can actually join this quite established MBA community. And um, yeah, and then obviously down the road, we think about uh, utilities. Like right now we have um, like a Discord channel that you can only access if you have an NFT. We have events where you get benefits if you're an NFT owner um, and so on. Um, yeah, Alex, uh, I, I see uh, you want to add something? Yeah, just wanted to, you know, really uh, basically enforce the point that the school has endorsed this, right? Because I was super impressed yeah, how much the dean and the advancement, um, you know, were really behind this. Yeah, so I met them in Singapore and they asked for my input. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, wow, right. So a lot of business schools they talk about innovation, 
right? Um, and it's, you know, easy to say, right? But actions speak louder than words. Yeah? And, and um, I can imagine how difficult it is to get accounting and legal on board for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but they made it work. Right. So that's, uh, you know, I don't know, makes, makes you proud to be an inside alum. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for that background. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear how it's all coming to be and how it all fits together. You're right though. The, I mean, when I saw the artwork internally, um, the, the, the NFTs, they're very, very attractive. They're very good to, to pleasing on the eye. I mean, it was the artworks done really well. Congratulations finding such a great artist to, to put them all together um, it mentions that you know the NFT sales will be spent um, on scholarships and building the the club itself. Um, I guess it comes back to you, you know, your formative style or the formative um, story you were sharing with us with the Robin Hood uh, theme. How how is that moving forward, and what sort of how how are we tying the scholarships and the, and the, the money raised together? And, and has there been any outcomes from that so far, Ferdinand? Yeah, sure. So I, I think, I mean, the beauty of it is that we now already have a community. We actually did like after the three legendaries, we did like a second drop of the first 100 kind of generative NFTs. Um, like, and actually, like we really got some resources out of this. And right now, um, which is also very nice, we did a handover to the 22D batch. Aditya um, is leading these efforts um, and will come up obviously with the continuation of the auction and so on. And like, it's crystal clear that all funds raised are used for the club. And the ultimate goal of the club is to install a new scholarship at INSEAD for Web3 blockchain related uh, talent. And um, obviously, this is something because uh, I think like it will take a bit of organizational effort to come up with the exact detail. Again, this institutional process, we are think pretty fast <laughs> with all of that. And um, obviously, uh, the funds are already there, which is, I think, the most important thing. But um, also, the beauty is now it's the creativity of Aditya and the advancement team to, to really think about how to implement this exactly. But um, I think we are all uh, clear that these funds are used for good and that we want to install uh, these scholarships. And I think that in the next couple of months, we will see some news. I'm very excited um, uh, to, and look forward to, to see this develop. Fantastic. Okay, thank you for sharing. Um, I, I guess finally, in this sort of section, talking about the club, it, what are the what are the next steps? You mentioned, you know, working on the advancement stuff. You've handed over to to the next class. Is there a next drop anticipated? You know, how can people get involved if they this is really taking their interest and they want to find out more? What What are the next steps we can we can delve into? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so first, uh, Octin Alex and all the uh, existing legendary holders and the early NFT mm -hmm. no holders will know first. <laughs> so <laughs> so <they laughs> this is a, obviously a, a utility. Like, if you become part of the club, uh, we will offer you uh, some some news uh, down the line. But um, actually, I don't want to say too much. I think obviously we can be excited about uh, news coming up because this has proven to be an interesting concept, an interesting community. And I think also the term, the issue of utilities, like how can you actually use this as a badge to mm -hmm. enter events, 
to enter like resources offered by Inset. I mean, Inset is such an incredible hub for knowledge. And mm. we really have expertise in blockchain. Mm. Pavel Kireyev, one of the professors, has been very supportive early on already offered some like exclusive material from his um, uh, lecture for club members uh, and so on. So we have a lot uh, of things going on for NFT holders. And I think obviously we'll go ahead with uh, with uh, auctions and, and things like that. But also right now, also to if you want to directly get involved, you can go to OpenSea and make a bit for an NFT uh, to Octi, to Alex, you know, or to one of the other holders. My, mine is not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe you can miss out on the unicorn. The floor is very high. Is very <laughs> exactly, high. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, um, and because to be honest, I think beyond the, the kind of financial, it's, it's you own the NFT, it's a financial asset. That's also beauty of it. Mm-hmm. But to us in the team and also with INSEAD, we really think of them as creating new donor stories. Because like one of we, we haven't spoken too much about technicalities. So for example, every time you resell your NFTs, 10% goes back to the fund. Uh-huh. So you have this decentralized automatically generation of new funds for the scholarship, just one aspect. Yeah. And the other aspect is, if Octi at one point decides to give his NFT to another person at INSEAD for good, because of a special event or whatsoever, his address will forever be ingrained in the NFT mm-hmm. and for the next owner as well. So how we thought about it, this is this digital donor trophy. And mm-hmm. it goes, I mean, think 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. Think 50 years from now, how we will look back on how these legendary NFTs change their hands at special occasions, maybe for good. And mm. you have all these histories about that mm. in this kind of digital asset. I think that's, for me, that's such a beautiful story mm. and a, a, an incredible way of bringing the whole donorship kind of community building culture at INSEAD, which is already great, mm. a bit more into the digital realm. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. And it really, it sort of almost boggles the mind about, you know, this is the whole attraction of blockchain and the NFT is, you know, Octi and Alex, you, you are the owners, the, you know, your name is at the top of, of each of those <laughs> NFTs. It can never be changed. And, and, and that's part of the value, I guess, but yeah, fantastic story. And thank you for sharing. Quick fire questions, Octi, I'll start with you. On the topic of investments, uh, what is the most meaningful investment you've made in the last 12 months? Yes, last 12 months in this very spe- special time that we are in, I think that at least for me, the name the name of the game is um, diversifications into different you know, asset classes. So I don't think there is kind of one very spectacular um, investment um, if you think about if I think about the portfolio. Um, so I would say diversification and, you know, also the new asset classes such as, you know, crypto, that they, they also find place in the, in, in the portfolio. Maybe this, this kind of crypto winter that we witness is, is also a good opportunity to, to increase 
the, the, the allocation, you know, uh, a bit. So I think, you know, kind of interesting, interesting times, but um, no hectic moves in, in, in this environment, at least for me. Sure. I know sure. Alex or Ferdinand, how, how do you see that? <laughs> yeah, Ferdinand, uh, how about yourself? What's the most meaningful investment you've made? Uh, could be time, money, any, anything. Yeah, like to be honest, I have to say, obviously, the club and the whole fundraising efforts around that. I'm just super proud. And you just cannot imagine also Octi or Alex, like the moment that you press the button and really donated in a very generous way. I mean, it was a big risk just to go in there and say, come on, uh, I want to support. I love the idea. I want to have that. Like, People, on the other hand, on the other side of the world, go crazy. Like, we were in front of our laptops, like, five, ten people. I mean, there's so many people involved. We're just, oh, my God, did they really just do this? That's so great, you know? And I mean, and now we're giving this forward. And, I mean, this is such a, to me, really, to um, have this kind of um, thinking that they will stand a new person from this environment on campus that couldn't be there without these funds. Um, mm. To me, that really means a lot. And um, yeah, I, I would definitely say that this was something in the last year that affected me in a very positive way and that I yeah, hold very dear. Mm. Yeah, that's clear to see. Yeah, so congratulations. And again, thank you for sharing. Alex, how about yourself? Similar, I would say diversification is one topic, yeah, but um, <clears throat> I've lost money uh, with the DeFi investment, uh, but I learned quite a lot through that process. Um, mm, of course. <laughs> so uh, the, the getting involved process, right? So even if you get involved, uh, it doesn't guarantee you a positive outcome, hence <laughs> diversification is, is really critical. Uh, honestly, non-financial investment, um, I finally started walking 10,000 steps per day. And nice. I think that's that's going to be the highest yield long-term. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you see a lot of that across the world too, where people the last couple of years have had the chance to reflect on what's important uh, and what will really make a difference in life, not just careers, but yeah, uh, a lot of people thinking about, you know, moving to cleaner, healthier living or, you know, doing exercise or, or thinking about their families. So yeah, fantastic. Really nice message there too. Thanks for sharing, Alex. Um, I, I guess to the three of you, we'll start with Alex again. Uh, how can businesses and individuals, in your opinion, use NFTs to their advantage? Okay, first point, have many small experiments, right? So don't bet the house, but buy, do lots of small things. Yeah, try things out yeah, to learn yeah? because no one knows what's going to work right now, right? Everyone, anyone who claims they know is, is, <laughs> is not saying the truth, right? Um, and the second part is don't see NFTs as something separate, right? So we should just see it, okay, um, or blockchain. I mean, it's a technology and we can maybe use it for something right so the business has to use it for something yeah so for example uh, or as a as a retail as, as a private person yeah transferring money across borders yeah as we've seen you know actually both ukrainians and russians do that right um that's a real actual use yeah that's not just some some ape as cool as they are right it's not not just some ape jpeg right um and and i think similarly for businesses you know 
in as, as tickets, I think it's still very early, yeah, but as tickets or for a supply chain verification of things, right? This there's, there's a lot of potential, but it has to be seen as that. And um, I would say as a business, you shouldn't, maybe you needed a small unit at the beginning to kickstart it. And I'd love to hear Octi's views on that, right? But eventually it has to be used by the business, right? By the, uh, by the existing business, right? For either, you know, cutting costs, you know, reducing risk or making more money. Those three things. Sure. Good segue to Octi, yeah. Yeah, uh, Alex, I would just maybe, because a lot depends on the industry, whether it's more kind of a back office application or, or something that you that you use to engage with your customers. But, you know, I see a lot of that already starting in the in the fashion industry. And, you know, we are working as BCG um, on a report on that is going to be published in in October um, and linking that to the topic of sustainability. I think this is maybe one of the big topics that we didn't touch. So how NFTs, how blockchains could affect sustainability and, you know, green transition, you know, the whole proof of work versus proof of stake. I think this is all another fascinating topic where, where a lot is actually going on. And, you know, based on our research, there is actually a, a chance of, of, of making it green if we use more proof of stake um, as opposed to proof of work um, and blockchains. Um, so the whole things that are going on with Ethereum now and with, with, with other blockchains, I think that's that's also part of the of the solutions. But um, to to maybe complement what, what Alex was saying, I think an interesting application is something that you know Ferdinand and the team has done so so well, which is the building community, building engagement of your clients, you know, of of of, of for example, heavy users or premium users of your of your products, where kind of more value added um, is, is 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 placed, is is something I think that many many businesses could um, could uh, you know reap the benefits um, from. So so yeah, um, on on the business side, and I think on the individual side, it's again being part of a community. Um, Maybe it's also, uh, it clearly becomes just like art, digital art, an asset class in itself. It's still very volatile because those are very um, early days. But um, if I look at what is happening in this digital art market, it's, it's very, very encouraging for, 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 for the future. Mm, yeah, certainly. Ferdinand, anything to add to the, uh, you know, how businesses and individuals could potentially use NFTs? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the beauties of the club is, I mean, and you already see it, I think, in this small small group here, is that we have the expertise in the club of people who really know quite a lot already about the sector. So you have the direct use cases. And like Octi, the, the, the fashion example, there's Jesse Fu, uh, Fu, who is in New York right now with the fashion uh, NFT startup who's directly uh, doing this at the moment. She's also part of the club. Another thing that I, really comes to mind is the whole like refi. I think this is a topic in its own. It's basically uh, use uh, DeFi like, or blockchain-based technology to solve the climate crisis. So uh, with financial tools who actually support at the same time um, the fight against climate change. Super interesting, Haley Möller, Thalo.io, really check it out, London-based scale-up, uh, also with an inside alum in there um, that I really like. And just the third thing, what I'm really waiting for is the 
Amnesty International NFT drop or the Red Cross NFT drop? Like, why don't we have these large fundraising political institutions? Why are they not employing this? Because they have the young generation look at the Fridays for Future millennials. They all crave for like digital assets that they want to show and share with their friends, make it playful, make it interactive and do good. I think that would be really something I personally would love to see because it would help us to to just interact with a new generation and to actually push donor culture, which, for example, in Germany, as compared to the US or other countries, is still quite on the low level. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, thank you. That's a, a great message to share and, and something exciting to hopefully look forward to in the future. Um, you shared a few sort of resources, I guess, about, you know, who we can look to or, or people doing various things. I think you've all mentioned you did research in this topic before, sort of delving in, and we all know that how important that is. Uh, Ferdinand, what's some further resources that people might be able to tap into that you've used or you've heard about that, you know, people wanting to get into this sort of NFT blockchain world can sort of grab hold of and, and understand better? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously check out INSEAD, uh, INSEAD Resources. I think Digital INSEAD, they have a couple of courses on that that they are offering. Pascal Balz in particular is pushing these efforts. Um, and Pavel Kireyev, I think Jason Davis, we have a couple of very strong professors who um, work on that topic. Um, and obviously there are resources online. There are also courses that one could take. I think that's one. Uh, then obviously become part of the club. We have our uh, Discord channel with uh, even more stuff uh, to do. And maybe out there, what I really like just as a general tool is the Messari report. Um, maybe also something to link. It's a very high level general introduction to the space um, by a kind of respected, I would say, uh, think tank in that area um, that I always uh, recommend for like new starters to get into to get down the rabbit hole, so to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Alex, uh, you mentioned uh, on the topic of the red pill and going down the rabbit hole, um, you know, you, you sort of did some research. Was there anything that you found really useful that you'd like to share with the listeners? I think the MSI report is, is good, right? There's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, I, I just want to plug my own Twitter because uh, <laughs> I, I post there. I only post about crypto. I, I used to post about other things and I basically deleted that. Yeah. Um, so now it's only uh, blockchain. Yeah. And sure. I, I, I don't have, you know, the wisdom to post so much, uh, you know, um, of my own content. Right. So I'm more resharing interesting stuff there that I sure. see you know, from various accounts. Right. Like if a new report comes out um, or if something is happening, um, like some hack is happening. And, you know, Twitter, I find is actually very good for. I mean, there's a lot of nonsense on there, yeah, but there is actually quality as well, right? Mm -hmm. And I I try to share you know quality stuff or what I think is uh, is uh, interesting, and sure. um, and that one I would uh, you know um, I would I recommend and one or two posts per day, so it's not like it's not a lot. Sure, and we'll put that in the in the show notes as well. Finally, Octi, is there anything you found that we haven't discussed already, resources wise, how to uh, understand the NFT world? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, maybe in addition to the reports that, that uh, Alex and Ferdinand mentioned, I would just encourage people to, you know, immerse themselves into it, go to the open sea, you know, look at those NFTs. 
um, look at um, those communities and you know and and just see what it is um, uh, so so reading about it is once but I think you just need to you know just touch it a bit and and and, and look at it and, and 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 that's how you kind of understand um, uh, that that world a bit uh, a bit better um, and yeah yeah and I, I encourage you also to take a look at this upcoming report that will be launching as BCG in October, looking at the metaverse, also NFTs and the sustainability and the, and the climate challenge. I think it's going to be, it's going to be very um, interesting piece. For sure. Yep. No, we look forward to that. Okay. Well, I think we've pretty much run out of time for today. It's a really interesting discussion, fascinating topic. So thank you all for sort of sharing your insights. Uh, congratulations on on the club, Ferdinand, and, and for the ownership of the Analyx. It's uh, such a great story to hear and, you know, one of the, the many amazing stories we hear out of INSEAD. So thank you very much for, for sharing today. Uh, all I got left to do is wish you all the best for the club and, and your ownership and, and wish you all the best for your future careers. Thank you very much. And thanks, thanks for having us. And thanks, thanks for having Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of In The Know. If you want to find out any additional information on the career and leadership topics discussed today, head to inthenow.insead.edu forward slash podcast. If you want to know more about any of INSEAD's master programs, head to insead.edu.